Today's show is brought to you by Airtable, the all-in-one collaboration platform. Producing quality content at a high volume is hard, and with newsfeed algorithms constantly shifting and audience platform preferences constantly changing, media companies need to stay agile to be at the top. That's why content production teams at places like Time use Airtable. It's flexible enough to adapt to your process, but powerful enough to keep everything on schedule and let creative people be creative. Visit Airtable.com slash Digiday today to get $50 in free credits. This is the Digiday Podcast from Cannes. I'm Brian Marcy, and I'll be speaking with top media executives throughout the week from here on the Riviera. Uh, just a reminder also, we are covering the highs, lows, and the absurdities of the week with a daily briefing email. Uh, please do subscribe. It is digiday.com slash Cannes email. Today, here at Digiday Podcast Cannes headquarters, which is also known as my Airbnb rental, I am joined by Christy Tanner. Christy is the EVP and general manager of CBS News Digital. Christy, welcome. Good morning, Brian. You're an early morning riser in KN. I am. I both, I, I both am impressed by that and a little resentful because I got up really early. Um, explain your role exactly. Just, I mean, CBS is a gigantic organization. I run digital for CBS News, and all of CBS's digital assets are a part of CBS Interactive. When we put our 25 brands together into CBS Interactive, we're the seventh largest digital company in the U.S. in terms of traffic. Okay. So we have we have four super verticals within CBS Interactive, tech, entertainment, sports, and news. And I run news. Okay. Um, so it's it's lovely out here and, and, and everything is wonderful. The sun is always shining. Um, but... The sun is not always shining in the media business. What, what's the, what are, what is one challenge that really sort of um, for you is top of mind right now? In the news space, the, the biggest challenge is differentiation because in, in many respects, news can be a commodity. And one of the ways that other news organizations have differentiated themselves is with opinion. And so now we now have partisan news outlets. Uh, CBS News's brand is decidedly nonpartisan. Uh, we have doubled down on reporting as the central facet of our brand. And that is resonating with the viewers who are growing for our uh, streaming service, CBSN. Okay, so you're not pro-Trump or anti-Trump. We are adhering to the, the traditional uh, it's hard. standard of um, representing the facts as opposed to opinion. But that, that's, that's kind of hard, right? I mean, because like people are, are, are tied up in knots about whether to call lies lies or um, misstatements or, or, it, or whatnot. It, it, it is interesting to see the various uh, synonyms that people are using for lies out there in the entire news space. So falsehood has become okay. uh, a, it's the new lie. A, a word that seems to be easier for people to use than lie. I don't know what the psychology of that is, uh, but we have, um, we have been breaking down statements mm -hmm. and separating them into facts and untruths or facts and, and lies. And uh, as one example, 
uh, on, uh, I think it was Friday, uh, when President Trump uh, went out into the driveway of the, uh, of the White House to give an, an interview, um, he, he misstated and, and claimed many false facts in yes. that. And uh, we assigned our team to break down every statement um, in our one o'clock uh, live show. Uh, and and that is uh, something that I think others may just be repeating the statement. And we're really, really working hard not to do that. Okay, how about platforms? Um, I think that's the other hot button issue in the media world. Um, Facebook, Google, Amazon, um, are they uh, platforms ruining are both the media the, business? Uh, no, no, not at all. Friends or foes? Uh, they are both opportunities and challenges. And we work, we work very closely with almost a, a dozen platforms, distribution partners in the digital space to distribute uh, CBSN, which is our 24-7 live stream. So um, that's a big area of investment for CBS. And uh, when I started three years ago on this, we were on basically on two platforms for OTT and streaming. We were on Apple and Roku. We're now on more than 12 platforms and the list is growing. So mm -hmm. players like Fubo, um, Pluto TV, um, uh, what else? Uh, Amazon has, be over has overtaken um, Apple in some mm -hmm. respects on the traffic front because they have so many devices in the home. Right. So when you're thinking about platforms, it's not it's not just a synonym for Facebook. Absolutely not. And, and I would say that uh, the obsession with Facebook in the media industry is unhealthy. Uh, we need to be looking at the entire media landscape because there are other players who are amassing uh, war chests uh, and uh, I would say war chests of data that uh, in, in the coming years uh, will, be, will be used to uh, target the consumers who we own. And I think that we as content creators, number one, we need to double down on creating content. That's what we're good at. That's what the platforms are terrible at. And, um, and there, that has a ton of value. Um, as for the, mm -hmm. the- Is that because you're, you're, I mean, we're talking mostly about video, right? I mean, I, I feel like the obsession with Facebook comes because the sort of text native publishers, I don't know what to call them, but like um, they, you know, Facebook really just ran roughshod over that entire section of the media industry. Whereas Google and Amazon have a lot more, um, a lot more potential when it comes to multimedia content. Text is a word that should be used more frequently okay. in, in my view, Brian. I don't, I don't, I can't think of another one, but we could talk about that yeah. for a while. I think that uh, there was, Clearly, there was a lack of vision in the in the text native world, yeah. and uh, an entrenchment and heads in the sand, whatever you want to call it, uh, that allowed these players to overtake them. In the video space, we should be much more vigilant uh, mm -hmm. at, to protect our content as we go forward. And CBS, as a corporation is known for being a, a tough negotiator on content distribution. Mm -hmm. But do you have any we, leverage? We, CBS? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. actually, I have to ask that question now. I mean, because, like, you know, the yeah. platforms um, have, you know... You know, we have, we have the most popular shows on television. Right. Uh, we have a trusted news brand with, I think, some of the, the best reporting talent in the business. 
And I think that if you asked those with whom we negotiate, we have lots of leverage. And and I would say that one thing that has been really consistent for me as somebody who has only been with CBS for five years, which is not that long compared to many people in the company right yeah. now, uh, is that CBS is incredibly consistent in negotiating. Uh, tough negotiations, we always extract value mm-hmm. for the the quality of our content. So from an industry-wide perspective, what are the downsides to this obsession with Facebook? I mean, because it, it does come up, you know, repeatedly. Um, and, I, I, and- I think it's like a Game of Thrones episode where you're only looking out of one wall of, of the castle yeah. and behind you. Uh, there are other armies amassing from uh, the other, the okay. other, some other fra- territories or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's been gone so long. I don't remember uh, what's happening actually. I mean, <laughs> um, well, okay, I could, so basically, I could use a Star Trek comparison, but okay. So basically, you know, yeah. the obsession with Facebook is, uh, you know, leads the media industry to like not pay attention to what Amazon is doing in some ways. I mean, Amazon is like it's like oh, Amazon is a quiet advertising force of three billion dollar advertising business it's entirely possible that people will wake up one day and find that amazon has supplanted facebook uh in the advertising space i think uh, i think there's there are a lot of challenges for facebook right now lots of headwinds uh, among brands mm-hmm. and if you look at the edelman trust survey that came out in january which edelman has sort of re-released a, a slice of that data this week for just for this audience in can uh trust in social is down Challenges for for brands abound in aligning um, with spaces that uh, are are now becoming known for lies and falsehoods. Right, and um, it's, not, I, it's I, not a fun place. It used to be a fun place. I think the biggest problem with Facebook is, and and the Instagram buy was just brilliant because like Facebook has become a very unpleasant place, and I think that's the you know you go there to argue with relatives about um, you know child detainment cr- camps and stuff. Um, and that's hard. I, I think uh, I, <laughs> that's like, hard when that's your yeah, product. I, as as a human being, I'd much rather spend time on Instagram than Facebook yeah. right now, uh, because I I don't want to see my 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 crazy relatives and, <laughs> and and kids that I went to high school with and you know what they think about about the world. But I would say for us, Amazon has been a, a really great partner uh, who we wor- worked very closely with in in the streaming and OTT yeah. space. So uh, CBS All Access um, is a key partner for Amazon mm-hmm. and they are um, they are amassing a significant audience for streaming. I would say uh, going back uh, almost two years when we launched um, on Amazon Fire, immediately Amazon became Uh, as big Mm -hmm. as Apple for us as a source of viewers. Today's sponsor is Airtable, the all-in-one collaboration platform. The digital landscape is constantly evolving. And for your content to break through, your publishing strategy needs to be adaptable. That's why when teams at Condé Nast Entertainment, BuzzFeed Studios, and Group 9 Media needed a tool to fine-tune their production process for the modern age, they turned to Airtable. With Airtable, you can build the collaborative, streamlined production process needed to take advantage of every viral trend. Everyone, try it today. Head to Airtable.com slash Digiday to receive $50 in free credits. Do they understand the journalism business? Because I think one of the um, issues with Facebook in particular, um, 
was that they didn't really understand the journalism business. I mean, they stumbled into this role of being, um, you know, the overwhelming force in news. And it's very clear. Um, and I think Nick Thompson did a great job uh, with uh, that Wired cover story uh, talking about this. Yeah, about Nick, how... Nick is a CBS contributor. Yeah. So we, <laughs> okay, we love Nick. Yes. And I, th- I thought it was a... I thought it was a really balanced and fair view of, of what did I just use somebody else's slogan there? Yeah. It, it, but I, I thought it was I thought that piece was was very good. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. the, they basically stumbled into this role and were never very comfortable with you know the. They didn't stumble into it. They hired a bunch of people who uh, who uh, at one point in their lives were journalists, and and some of those people. Um, to me, are, are, yeah, don't, they don't reflect what, right. what I would consider to be the values of journalism in their in their uh, business uh, actions. So, but that's it. Does you ask? Does does Amazon understand yeah. journalism? I, I would just ask if the public in general understands journalism okay. anymore, because it, there's so much noise in this space, and and I have a John Oliver did a great um, mashup of everybody yelling at each other in cable news and it was almost five minutes of clips of people just screaming at each other on television and that for many many consumers is what journalism has become which is why we're differentiated by not doing that in you know our new uh our new platform which is cbsn right so last year at can um snap was the big story with their big ferris wheel um, this year they have a much more muted presence, I noted. Um, what are you finding on Snapchat? Is is there a real audience there, or are they in decline after this redesign? The numbers are telling a story that the audience is in decline, at least the numbers that, that I've seen publicly. Um, I, I hate using a focus group of one, but I will say I have a 15-year-old who uses it as his messaging platform, claims to no longer see texts that I okay. send him, which may or may not be true. Um, <laughs> just, so he hasn't defected just the Instagram. He hasn't defected, but I think for, at that age, it's all about your circle of friends because I see I see other stats that say, oh, you know, teens are using other messaging platforms. His circle of friends uses Snapchat. That's what he uses. When they, when they move to something else, that's what he'll use. Um, I think that's a hard age to to retain loyalty uh, long term. But um, in terms of news, but is it a priority for, for um, CBS? It's not our top priority as a platform. Our, our top priorities are our streaming video platforms. Yeah, our our top partners, the places from which we see the most of viewers for the stream are in this order. Number one is Roku. Number two is a tie between Amazon and, and Apple. And then after that, there are, I would say, a dozen other sources from whom we are seeing steady, steady, steady growth. Um, Tizen, which is Samsung's platform, is... I never even heard of that. I know you haven't, but it, so <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Too much focus on the duopoly, yeah. not enough on... I got to get Seahill Patel to Growing me, uh, platforms. What, do you have a Samsung TV in me, your Airbnb? I, no, I you don't. don't. <laughs> you, have a, you have a Toshiba. But um, uh, Tizen, we launched, uh, we launched a month ago, and it has very quickly become number four after Roku, Amazon, and Apple in a month um, for streams for CBSN. So 
that is a very, very powerful platform. Um, I'll be very interested to see what they do. I think they'll be competing in the connected home space mm-hmm. with, with Amazon. Uh, final thing is on monetization. Um, any particular challenges when it comes to monetization in the OTT world? For us uh, at CBS, we do not have a challenge monetizing in the OTT world. We we are uh, we have a a monster sales force uh, who are selling broadcast video, digital video, and within that digital uh, bucket, it's mobile, desktop, and OTT video. And I, I would also want to point out we're not just OTT, and where streams are coming from is fascinatingly steady as as a percentage. of our streams for CBSN come from OTT platforms, but 30% come from desktop and 20% come from mobile. So those other um, sources continue to be very important to us. Mm -hmm. And when 5G launches, mobile, I think, will really become an even bigger portion of that. Um, So there's no challenges that you see. I mean, not there's always challenges, but, you know, when it comes to whether it's targeting or measurement... um, I think there are some players who are successful right now in touting their targeting capabilities. That said, I question exactly how targeted they are. I question the scale of their targeting, and um, and I and and as a I don't know, someone with a brain, I, I really question how effective some of the targeting is. Yeah, I. I there are certain platforms on which I'm sure I'm being targeted um, based on all my demographics and including my actions. And that it, I've never clicked on an ad on those platforms. So I think, I think this myth that targeting is the answer to all of advertising's problems is, is lunacy, frankly. Yeah. Well, that's the story of this industry, right? From... The start of the internet. It's 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 not that it's not valuable, but there's so much focus on it, uh, and and I don't believe all the metrics that I see. Right. So, final thing, uh, uh, John Steinberg's been a guest on the Digiday podcast a few times. Um, what do you think of Cheddar? I find Cheddar a divisive topic. Some people really? are some people are really into it. Some people are not. I think that that. I support entrepreneurship, and I think John is has been and continues to be a very successful entrepreneur. Um, I don't know. We have no third party measurement in this space, so I I, I don't know how big it really is. It right. certainly is big in our in our media mind share, and he's amazing at getting that mind share. Um, but. I, I have never seen, and I read, I try to read all of our customer service emails, which, uh, which tells me a lot about the audience. I have never seen anybody write in to say, uh, you guys are terrible. I'm switching to Cheddar. Right. Okay. And I've, 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 seen, I've seen a lot. They, people are very aware that consumers are very smart. Yep. Never seen a consumer mention Cheddar. Okay. Christy, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you all for listening. This podcast is produced by Aditi Sangal. If you liked our show, and I do hope you did, please subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. And while you're there, rate us and leave a review. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another episode.